0: Dr. Shabir, welcome to Let the Quran Speak.
1: My pleasure to be on.
0: Now, there are some people looking at what's going on in China and other parts of the world with regards to the coronavirus and thinking this must be God's punishment on the people of China and the government of China for some of the things that they have done. Uh, How would you respond to that claim that people are making?
1: I think we need to take a balanced approach uh, to that subject. On the one hand, we, we cannot attribute things to God without any clear evidence. Now, we, we can uh, for Muslims, the clear evidence would come from the Quran, uh, because none of us today are, are privy to um, direct revelation from God. We believe that the God revealed a message to his prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And that message talks about past history, and a lot of that history uh, is uh, truncated with uh, punishments that... that came from God. Uh, usually the punishment came to people who disobeyed their prophet. Uh, and the Quran is very clear that God does not uh, punish a people until he sends a messenger to them who clearly explains to them what is demanded of them in a language that they can understand and so on. Um, So usually it happened within the lifetime of the prophet. God uh, differentiates between the followers of the prophet and those who are opposed to the prophet. That's the important thing, they're opposed to the prophet, like Mm -hmm. they're violently opposed to the prophet. Like in the case of Noah, for example, in the Quranic story, uh, those people um, uh, plotted against the life of of Noah and uh, they they might've killed him had not God intervened. And so God separated the people. These are the believers, they go into the ark, Uh, the others, God will punish and so it happens again and again in the Quranic narrative uh, so so on the one hand we, we cannot attribute things to God unless uh, we have clear evidence in the case of past history we have clear evidence hmm. that, we know uh, that
0: God, God has done this and done this in the past and has mentioned that that he's done this because of the wrongdoing of certain people right
1: yes and at the same time the threat of God also looms in in the Quran if, uh, if, if people do not uh, Uh, adhere to the teachings of God, um, then uh, they can actually be visited with punishment from God. Uh, But then to say that a specific incident in our present world is due to God's doing, um that can only be said in a in a very universal way in the way that we attribute all things to God whether whether good or bad but to think of God like deliberately afflicting a certain person uh, this can uh, go away from uh, the side of justice towards uh, cruelty and and injustice from our part if we if we start thinking of of people who are sick or you know okay so this person is sick because this person did something wrong in mm-hmm. um, and, and the Gospel according to John uh, there was a blind man and people are saying okay this guy is blind because of some sin that he committed or some sin that his parents committed and then Jesus on whom BP says that uh, well it's neither his sin nor the sin of his ancestors Uh, so uh, the the final answer as to like why is this guy blind is not given uh, but uh, we should uh, step away from that or, or extrapolate from that to our present situation and realize that there's a lot Happening that we don't have the full understanding of or, or all of the answers for. Uh, so if a person is sick, we shouldn't be thinking, oh, this person did something wrong and that's why this person is sick. When the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, visited a sick person, it is mentioned in hadith that he would say, la bas insha'Allah. Don't mind it, it'll be a purification. Uh, if God wills. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, rather than blame the sick person or blame the victim as we use that term, uh, then we should rather pray for the persons who are afflicted and hope that God will bring about something good uh, out of what is happening.
0: I know that in the past, as you mentioned, people have said, you know, if, if somebody is afflicted with illness that they must have done something wrong. But, you know, and, and so that God is punishing them. But there's another way of looking at it where you say, well, God, this is a mercy for an individual or a test for the individual. Can you speak about that a little this bit? This is one
1: way in which Muslims uh, look at, uh, at disasters and calamities. Uh, we, we think of these as tests. How do we respond in in, 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 in the situation of such crisis in our, in our own lives or uh, in, in the world around us. Uh, are we going to remain patient with God or are we gonna lose it and say, okay, well, maybe God does not exist and that's why all of these bad things are happening. Or would we say, okay, um, if there is a God and, and God is good and God will bring about the best that can be brought about uh, from this situation. Bad as it looks, God is in control and God will make things uh, come out. Um, th- th- the best that it can in, in the future. And so we continue to pray to God, we continue to maintain our faith in God. Um, we also draw lessons from what's uh, happening around us. Uh, so um, sometimes a, a thing happens and that becomes a kind of a wake up call for human beings altogether. And then what do we do in the light of that wake up call? Do we still walk around like uh, senseless zombies or uh, are, are we going to now wake up smell the coffee and say, wait a minute, uh, we have to do something better than we have been doing in our world. So we, we need to take stock of ourselves as human beings, whether we are afflicted or somebody else is afflicted, we need to think more generally about the power of God. So if, if somebody dies in the Muslim community, what's, what's the lesson that's often um, um, spoken about from the pulpits and even at the funeral, uh, it itself we all have to die one day we all ha- we are very we limited as human beings in our existence in our lives and uh, god is all powerful over us we you know just as we are conducting the funeral rites of one of our members um, it could be us next time,
0: mm-hmm. so, and it will be us at, at some point. It's Just a course, matter of when, when, right? When
1: we think about death, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so now if we think about the coronavirus, okay, it struck one country uh, in in particular, and then you know the effects of that is be reverberating worldwide. Uh, but the epicenter could have been easily some other part of the world. It could have been a part you know where Muslims are uh, predominant. Um, when when the Bosnian war occurred, there were some Muslims who said, okay, so the Bosnian Muslims here are being Punished because uh, they didn't uh, follow Islam correctly or or intensely. Um, I didn't hear too many people say something like that regarding the tsunami. The tsunamis, uh, you know, were were so devastating that and and it struck mostly Indonesia, which uh, is uh, is the most most populous Muslim country in the world. so but we can't say that okay, you know, Muslims are bad, and that's why the tsunamis uh, came and struck Muslims, or the Chinese are bad people, and that's why the um, the epicenter is there in China, uh, of the coronavirus. Uh, we, we have to say in the end that there are certain things that are happening in the world that we don't have the full answers for, but we should draw lessons from them. Uh, so in, in the end, we, we don't want to exclude God from the picture because God is in control of all affairs. Uh, we don't want to deny uh, that, that God is uh, giving wake-up calls to, to human beings in general, regardless of where a disaster strikes. And at the same time, we don't want to be cruel in, in saying that the, the particular people who are afflicted mostly by a certain uh, disease or disaster or calamity, that, that they must have done something wrong to deserve this. No, we're not going to accuse people or judge them in this world. The ultimate judgment is on the day of judgment and God is the one who is going to judge, uh, but we draw lessons.
0: Mm-hmm. How should Muslims look upon those individuals who are suffering? What sort of perspective or attitude should they have towards those individuals?
1: Well, this is one aspect of the test. If, if somebody else is afflicted, how would the non-afflicted respond? And naturally, we have to respond with charitableness, with care. And um, you know, we have to... To think what if that had happened to us? What would we expect our fellow human beings to do for us? And even if we're not expecting them to do for us, what does our uh, religion teach us in terms of compassion, mercy, uh, charity, Uh, being there for other human beings and helping them regardless of caste or creed. Uh, This is uh, how Muslims should respond with a great deal of charitableness. And uh, uh, often when uh, a a disaster strikes, we find a lot of uh, um, movement within the Muslim community to help those who are afflicted uh, by such disasters. And uh, I would like to see more of that being done in this case as well.
0: Thank you for your time, Dr. Shabir Ali. You're
1: welcome.